Hey everyone, it's your host, Richie Burke, and welcome back to the Keeping It Local podcast powered by First Federal Bank for our first episode of 2021, and we've got a good one for you. As some of you may know, earlier this year, we at First Federal officially acquired Mitchell Bank to expand our presence and serve more communities in the Milwaukee area, and today's episode will be a spotlight on the historic Mitchell Street neighborhood of Milwaukee. For those of you who are not familiar with the Mitchell Street neighborhood, it is very rich with history dating back to 1857 and at one time was known as the downtown of Milwaukee's South Side. It was formerly a Polish stronghold in Milwaukee. Now the commercial and residential neighborhood is populated by culturally diverse communities. In the early 1900s and over the years since then, there have been seven movie theaters on Mitchell a large number of bridal stores, of a variety of restaurants, banks, two large church complexes, a popular bowling alley, and a variety of retail stores, including Sears, Pennies, Schuster's, Goldman's, The Grand, and more. Today, the retail businesses include Western wear stores, Hispanic gift and boutique stores, an art gallery, and a variety of culturally diverse restaurants, all of which comprises a very interesting and unique historic district in the city of Milwaukee. And I've got three great guests with me today. First, we've got John Dye. And if you're a fan of cocktails, which I'm assuming since this is a Milwaukee-based audience, most of you are. You have probably had several of his drinks before. He's the owner of Bryant's Cocktail Lounge right off Mitchell Street at Random in Bayview and the Jazz Estate over on the east side of Milwaukee. John, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks for having me. And we've got Jorge Lopez, the owner of Lopez Bakery and Restaurant on Mitchell Street. He's a fourth generation baker and Lopez Bakery and Restaurant has been a staple on the South Side for 47 years and has been on Mitchell Street since 1998. Jorge, thanks for joining us today. Good to be here. And we've got our very own Ed Schaefer, the president and CEO right here at First Federal Bank. Ed, good to see you. Thanks, Richie. So Mitchell Street is rich with history dating back to 1857 and at one time was known as the downtown of Milwaukee's South Side. Jorge, can you touch on your background growing up in the family business? Yeah, well, I myself grew up on the South Side on 3rd and Lapham, right in the heart. Um, My father immigrated to the United States in the late 1960s and took on some odd jobs and saved up a little bit of money and eventually was able to rent out a little space at a grocery store on 5th Street and Bruce on the south side. It was uh, Casa Martinez. It was a Mexican grocery store. So he had a little space in the back where he would make the bakery. And from that point, he started saving his money. And in the 1970s, he was able to purchase his first building, which was on 3rd Street. It's a little grocery store in the middle of the block between Lapham and uh, Orchard. And what he did at that little store was create a full-service bakery, complete with a convenience store that provided fresh produce, fresh bakery, you know, cuts of uh, deli meats, and it became a staple of the neighborhood. To this day, even the current owners, they they do really good at that location. It's a small community or small neighborhood bakery or shop, shop, sorry. Um... In the 1980s, he began to expand a little bit more with uh, opening a store on National Avenue at 624 West National, which is currently La Casa de Alberto. And from there, he was able to 
continue to grow the business, you know, using the same recipes that he brought with him, making everything by hand from scratch. Um, the restaurant part came in the mid-80s. We started adding food to our, our bakery, which became Lopez Bakery and Restaurant. At the same time, in the early 80s, um, we were one of the first um, tenants at the Grand Avenue. When the Grand Avenue Mall first opened up in 1982, we were one of the original tenants. And that lasted pretty good for about three or four years. But then, like everything else, things changed and, you know, a lot of business lost. So we kind of pulled out of there. And at that same time, we started expanding a little bit more. He opened up a second shop on 16th and Lincoln, which became one of our biggest uh, assets that we had at the time, where that was strictly a bakery. And from there, he was able to create deliveries and, you know, expand our product, you know, to different parts, you know. And eventually in the late 90s, he bought the building on Mitchell Street, which we are now. We opened, we bought it in 1998 and officially opened in 1999. And um, at that time, Mitchell Street was very, very active, you know, when we opened up in the 90s. So we had Walgreens that was right across the street from us. We had a major bus line. You had four major lines running through there. Goldman's was still down the block. And it was a different time. You know, the, the business was was outstanding. You know, the, the pedestrian traffic was there. And so we adapted and, you know, the neighborhood changed. You know, different demographics moved in. And um, right now, we continue to support the neighborhood and all the residents that, you know, support us. What was it like growing up in that environment? And did you always know you wanted to join the family business? Um, no, uh, my parents always gave us the option. You know, you know, if you're going to do something, you know, we're going to support you. We're going to do it. You're not, you know, business is there for you. My brother chose to go with the other option. You know, he became successful with what he does. And um, I decided to work for my parents and I've been doing it ever since. And, and I find it rewarding. It's, it's different and it's uh, creative. There's a, there's a lot of outlet there. John, you're originally from Montana and came here as a Seattle transplant. How did you end up in Milwaukee and as the owner of Bryant's? Sure, yeah, it was kind of a strange path. So I actually um, moved to Milwaukee in 2000 to start my PhD at UWM, um, which is actually when I first got introduced to Lopez Bakery and worked, for, worked on a research project on uh, Latham with Sherry Aronson way back uh, when, and we interviewed you guys. Uh, so that was, that was my introduction to Lopez. But, uh, so I moved here and I'd never been uh, even close to Milwaukee when I moved here. And really I've always been a fan of history and old businesses. And I just fell in love with the city. So, uh, the PhD didn't go so well. <laughs> After about three years, I decided it's not really what I wanted to do. Uh, teaching just isn't, wasn't something that I, I was very interested in, but, uh, Milwaukee was something I was interested in. So I ended up staying here and um, just uh, building a life here. And Brian's was always one of those businesses that I was a huge fan of. And so when it went on the market, I was the very first person to look at it and obviously one of the last. So um, it's, uh, it's been a great life change. So kind of, kind of a funny path in life to, to end up. What year did you buy Bryant's? Uh, 2008. 2008, Jazz Estate seven years ago, and at random three-ish years ago. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Do you just have a love for nostalgic cocktail bars? It, it, there is something about those historic spaces because what they all have in common is that they all 
um, have a history and they all just mean something to the customers that go there. They really have this strong history both physically but also culturally with the groups that they serve. And so, yeah, I definitely have a love for them and have a love for those vintage businesses and all around the United States, they're, they're going away, even in Milwaukee they are. So, you know, you, the demise of restaurants like Car Rush and those, it just, it's sort of a sad, sad thing, I think, for the city to lose those. So my goal is to save them and to try to make them viable for, for the next, you know, 40, 50, 60 years. Love it. And Ed is the CEO of First Federal Bank. We obviously have locations all over the Milwaukee area, Waukesha, Brookfield, Bayview. What made the acquisition of Mitchell Bank appealing to First Federal? And what do you hope to accomplish? Well, you mentioned our various branches, Waukesha, Brookfield, Bayview, um, and our community bank focus. Um, Mitchell is a classic community bank, just like Brian's is a classic Milwaukee cocktail bar. Um, Bayview is very close, so it was a natural transition, um, tying again back to that community bank model. And we're very tied into the Hispanic community uh, in Waukesha. We're tied into La Casa de Esperanza. I sit on the advisory board there. The chairman of UCC, uh, United Community Centers, which is very close uh, to the Mitchell, um, Jose Olivier, one of our board members. is chairman uh, of UCC and the community bank focus is what we do and we get very active in the communities now that's in addition to our foundation that supports um, supports the community financially it's our folks that get involved um, a group will be um, one of our uh, executives is joining the bid district on Mitchell, uh, as well as the historic preservation group. Um, and then we think it's a potential, it's not potential, we believe it's going to grow nicely. Um, the city has put uh, significant dollars into the infrastructure uh, in the road and, and, and whatnot. And we plan on making a serious investment uh, in the drive through and make that a full service branch. Um, bringing all the technology that we have as a bank to, to Mitchell and the community uh, while serving the needs of that client base. You talk about the technology we're bringing to the community. Can you touch on some of the products and services we're bringing to make banking more accessible as well as help with financial literacy? With the technology that coming in, the mobile banking, more and more people do everything on the phone, especially with uh, the recent pandemic. Um, uh, but the Mitchell branch is still significantly uses the walk-ups, um, the main branch, as well as uh, the drive-through. So uh, I've always, in acquisitions, always you, you try and steal what we do well and steal what they do well. And the ITIN program, uh, helping setting up um, checking accounts for folks. Um, we converted one of our products to, uh, and it qualifies for what's called bank on low fee um, starter checking account uh, to help the community, uh, especially uh, the immigrants that have come in uh, tied to the Hispanic community and, and the Eastern European community, helping them get checking accounts and then adding our various, um, hopefully, what we plan to do uh, with a slight remodel of the main branches, uh, bring in more financial literacy. The more people we can get to utilize banking, 
um, and banking services. It's good for everyone. Jorge, in a recent article, your wife was quoted saying that businesses have pulled out of Mitchell Street over the years, and especially with the pandemic, there are vacancies. I would love to hear from all of you, what do you feel needs to happen to revive the area and make it be the downtown of the South Side again? Um, I've always felt that um, the vacancies, they are, they are a problem. And a good way of maybe, you know, getting businesses to come in would be like creating like an incubator where businesses can, you know, just start to grow and then potentially lease or even get to the point of buying a building where they can move in and expand their business. You know, we need to be able to attract, you know, a diverse type of businesses, not just like cell phone stores or salons or dollar stores, which is what we have right now. You know, we do have some good stores like uh, the Athletes Foot, which is a standalone, you know, no major business. So we need more businesses like that, you know, you know, attracting, you know, businesses will attract other businesses. The more staple businesses that we have on Mitchell street, the more that other business will be attracted and start to grow the, the neighborhood. I would agree with that completely. I, I think the interesting thing that Mitchell street has always had is they've always been an incubator for those small businesses that grow even way back in the day and a lot of the businesses that were around the city started in the Mitchell Street area and grew and now are located elsewhere and are, are much larger um, and I really feel especially with the pandemic and online commerce that there's there's a real uh, benefit to Mitchell Street and those commercial areas as being a place that people could start and start their businesses and grow them um, it, and it, the one thing about Mitchell Street that I've always been impressed with is that the, the corridor itself is, is fairly well preserved. You know, it's seen some economic high times and it's seen some economic low times, but the buildings are still there uh, and they're still in very nice shape and they're, they're beautiful places to be. And it was built for pedestrians. And I think that's another important piece is to get those pedestrians back to the street. Um, and you're seeing some of that with the city. They're building more parks. They're turning... Um, I believe it's this year they're going to turn all the parking lots that were built back in the 70s, uh, they're going to turn them into these green spaces. So I think that will be a huge benefit. But I really think the Mitchell Street, I think the future is bright. And I think it'll just take, it'll, it'll take some courage to, for people to open there. But it's, 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 going to be, it's going to be a great neighborhood. It already is a great neighborhood, but it's going to be even better. As you were saying, you drive up and down it, very beautiful from an architecture standpoint. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, with our remodel, um, and it's a significant remodel, we're finalizing the plans, hopefully uh, taking them to the city uh, in June or July. We, we've got to draw the formal, but we're inserting uh, a nice expansion uh, and putting a plaza in front of the bank with um, seating areas and so people can eat their lunch or whatever they'd like to do uh, with it. We're going to make a significant uh, investment, but it's going to tie into not only the history, but also the heritage. Um, and the drawings are really neat. We're really excited about it. And making that kind of investment, I hope, is an incubator for other businesses to, to make that kind of investment. Uh, Mitchell Street will will go back to its grandeur. I want to end on this. I'd love to go around and hear from all you guys as business owners in the Mitchell Street neighborhood, what you're most proud of and 
What are you most excited about for the future of the area? Um, yeah, um, for the future, I'm, I'm actually very optimistic. I, I believe that, you know, Mitchell Street is going to experience a growth. I mean, we've seen it, you know, from, from the Third Ward through Walker's Point through Bayview. You know, those all neighborhoods, you know, surrounding neighborhoods that have all seen this kind of growth that we want on Mitchell Street. So I see it as just a natural progression where, you know, some of that development and some of that investment will start to expand into Mitchell Street. So from that regard, I see, you know, potential there for growth. Absolutely. What, what are you most proud of as a family business owner? I'm proud that we've been able to serve our community for the past 48 years. I believe that, you know, we will continue to grow. You know, we've expanded our, our products to the suburbs in the form of farmers markets that we operate throughout the summer. So we do drive customers from the suburbs to our store, you know, in the off season. So, and we've noticed that throughout the years. So, you know, we do our part, you know, to bring in people and it just needs to sustain. How many markets are you guys doing? I heard you're doing a lot. We do a lot. We do Brookfield. We do uh, Fox Point. We do West Dallas. We do South Shore, Menominee Falls, Sussex. We also do um, Greenfield, Greendale. And um, I believe that there's a couple more that we're working on this summer. But we try to get out to the suburbs as much as we can, you know. And people respond tremendously to our product. It, you know, it's a... It's a genuine article. You know, it's, it's authentic. It's real Mexican. And people love it. So if anyone listening is within about an hour of the greater Milwaukee area, they should look out for Lopez Bakery. John, what are you most proud of and excited about being a business owner in the area? So I think what I'm most proud of is, is the history and the diversity of the area. I think it just is a really special place and it's a special piece of Milwaukee. And it, it makes me very proud to have a business there. We bring in hundreds of people from all over the world to come visit Bryant's. I mean, it really is this, this place that sometimes is better known outside of the city than within it. And it, people, they love it. They, they love the, the layout of the area. It's just, it's, it's a neat with the, the density over there. Um, it's just a very cool little spot. Um, and I think for the future, I would agree. I mean, the growth is just approaching Mitchell. And I, I think we have a real opportunity to do things right. Uh, and with the Harbor District, which is just right down the road being built up, I think that's going to be a game changer for the area. Um, you know, it's this old industrial area that is being developed into a mix of industrial and residential and retail. And I think that will be something that really is a touchstone for Mitchell Street uh, to bring people back up to that street to appreciate its history and, and what that neighborhood stands for. And Ed, I know we're very new to the area, but what are you most excited about and proud of bringing First Federal to this area? I think John brings up the Harbor District. We've been very involved in that area, helping um, finance small business through our Bayview location. We obviously want to take uh, the success of Mitchell Bank and add our technology and our capabilities to, uh, to grow that market um, and, and, serve, and serve the communities. And ultimately get back, and it's like get back to the grandeur because it was a different time, but you brought up the history. Schuster's was the department store in, in Milwaukee, and I just happened to, my grandfather was the executive officer of Schuster's, and in the 50s, my folks would spend the holidays working uh, the food counters at Schuster's, and they basically helped finance their their college, uh, their college expenses. Um, 
Mitchell Street is very fond in lots of people's um, hearts, and we are totally committed to uh, its success. And I believe with what's going on around Mitchell Street and what's going on in Mitchell Street, it, it's going to be a fun ride. Thank you guys so much for coming on and joining today. And thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Keeping It Local podcast in 2021. 